Hey guys, welcome to another episode of NC Anime. NC here, and I got Kimmy with us today again. How you doing, Kimmy? Hello guys, and Mick, I'm doing alright. How are you guys doing tonight? Uh, pretty good, pretty good. So what you up to tonight? So tonight we are be talking the... Um, oh shoot, oh yeah, so we were talking about... Or, what's it called? So we were gambling games and the mindset of how they played and how they're implemented. Yeah, that was the thing we were going to talk about tonight. That was what I was trying to say. Sorry. So, to explain this uh, particular uh, episode, basically, we take, we'll be analyzing uh, gambling games. Kimmy will, will be the player. I will be the one to explain it, and also the viewpoint of the dealer slash operator of the game. So, the games that we'll be covering will include poker, blackjack, roulette, horse racing, lottery, and we can also do honorable mentions of bingo, and loot boxes. So let's start out with an easy one. Blackjack. What do you like about Blackjack? Chemist. So with Blackjack. Mm, so it's like, you know, with cards. Like it's a card game where you have like, you know, uh, <laughs> With kings and queens and aces and hearts, diamonds. Um, you know, I think it was like, um, what should I call it? It's been, it's been, it's been known since like back in like what the eighteen, like in the early eighteen hundreds, mm-hmm. and it, or actually no, it was actually origin originated in the French casinos around seventeen hundred, I believe. I think that's how long it goes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so the thing about Blackjack slash 21, because 21 is another name of the game, which start there. So you want to have a combination of cards to get the 21. Ideally, mm-hmm. you would dealt two to five cards to get to this combo. Now, the way it works... It's a gamble every single time you take a hit or stay. When you take a hit, you take another card. When you stay, you you no longer take a hit. And you let the next, you end your turn, the next player takes their turn. Mm Mm-hmm. So, it operates with the player... Beating the house. Basically, the only person that you're beating in the game is the dealer. The dealer will deal two cards to every player face up. Mm-hmm. But the dealer, when they they deal the first card face up, but the second card remains face down for the simple fact that you don't the players at the table don't know what the 
face down card is. And mo and almost all of the time, the blackjack dealer does not know what the face down card is. The only time that the the blackjack dealer knows what the face down card is, if they're showing an ace, they have to check for blackjack. It's a rare scenario, but that's the only scenario that you look. But you have to be showing the ace face up. If the ace is face down, you're showing a 10, that doesn't count. So. You as the player, Chemist, what do mm-hmm. you have questions about Blackjack? Um, let's see. Uh, how many cards do you think a deck would be and uh, how many cards? How many cards would be in a deck with blackjack? Well, typically, cards come with fifty-two, thirteen suits, with four suits. So it's thirteen times four, and usually they play with a shoe, which is about four decks in total. Okay. So you're dealing with like two hundred and four different possibilities of cards in any given deck in any given shoe. So, you think of the odds, how you have each four aces of each and four tens and all this other stuff. And don't forget, ten is the most repeating value in blackjack. Because ten, jack, queen, and king are all tens. So 10 is the most likely card that you will bust going over 21. Let's say you got 22. You bust it. You forfeit all your chips that you bet on that round. And the dealer immediately takes your payout back to the bank. So. Mm-hmm. So there's always a risk involved when you play blackjack. The risk is... You bust, you go over, the next player goes next next after that, or the house beats you. So those are the two ways you can lose at blackjack. Yourself, because you got greedy, and or the blackjack dealer and the combination of cards they got beat you. Hmm. So, what about Blackjack do you see is interesting? Um, it's just the, it's just interesting, you know, like how the basic strategy was like invented, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so you like going to the lore and the history and origin story and all that stuff. I mean, I think it was like the existence of like a casino beating system spread throughout like, um, like gambling and casino circles. I believe it was like somewhere around like 1960. Um, I think they published the, the Seminole who work who beat the dealer and they widely considered to be the original blackjack manual. I'm not sure if that makes sense. It does. Okay. Basically, it took a theorist, they wrote a book, wrote a manual, 
and they got it publicized, and it got notoriety, and it formed strategy within the game. I mean, I think, too, there's, like, um, what was it called? Like, up to this date, there has been, like, no clear uh, continuous uh, or consensus or whatever it's called. Um, consensus. Yeah, consensus. So, but most people agree that it was probably originated in French casinos, so. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, let's say... Chemist has an ace and a five. I'm showing a a ten, but I also have a face down. So, um, so what? So what was your question when it comes to that scenario? What card would I, you know, would be the right play, or what would be the what can what action can I do? Okay, so if you show in a six and an ace on your two face cards, that scenario is kind of interesting because you have two options. One, you have an ace, which is eleven, in that scenario, adding to a six, making seventeen, or you can have the ace represent one, value of one, and you have a seven. So if you take a hit, you won't bust because an ace can be one or eleven. Okay. And what I'm showing you is a ten. So you assume that I have a twenty because you assume that the face down card is a 10. 10 is the most common uh, value in the game of blackjack. Since there's like four different... Since all the 10s, all the kings and queens and jacks count as 10. So you assume that I have a 10, so you want to beat 20. So the only... Realistic way you want to do thinking in that area is if you have an ace and a six, you show in a 17, you can take the gamble that I'm not showing a 20. You think I have less what I'm actually showing. So if you say you want to stay, you don't take a hit, then they can go to my turn. I flip it up. I flip the face down card face up. And then depending on what the value is, let's say I'm showing a 10, but it's a 15. Because I, I reveal a 5. If I'm showing a 15, that means I have to hit on anything greater than 16. 16 or uh, 17 or more, I have to stay. So I hit a card because it's mandatory that the dealer hits a card on anything below 16 or below. I hit a card. It's a 10. It's 25. I bust. The player wins. Okay. That is, that's a possibility. Or it could be that I have, let's say, a 3 
Head on 15. Stay at 18. I can beat you with that three that you could have gotten when you stayed. You see what I mean? Yeah. So every choice in the game of blackjack is determinative of if you want to take a card or give the card to the next person or the give the, give a card to the to the dealer. So if the entire table stays and they want the dealer the bus, there's a more likely chance that the dealer will potentially bust because no one took cards. Because a lot of times when people hit, they get higher cards. So a lot of times when they hit, they're more likely to bust if they have a higher combination of cards on the on the table. Okay. So it's kind of interesting seeing how one choice impacts blackjack and the mindset of how you play it. Mm. So what's your questions about poker? Um, hmm. Poker? Yeah. So that's the next thing we're going to talk about, right? Yeah. Um, so what is like the hardest form in poker? Uh, Royal Flush. Okay. So a Royal Flush is a combination of cards that is all different suits, but you have a 10, a Jack, Queen, King, and Ace, usually of the same suit. Well, I thought it was some like some people may consider Omaha, right? Or Omaha? Mm hmm. Well, Omaha poker is a little bit different. Oh, okay. But the highest winning hand is a Royal Flush. Hmm, I see. Yeah. Typically, regular poker is a seven card combo. So. You know, the highest combination of cards in seven is usually um, what it is. Because uh, poker has, is really weird with different hands. So different hands beat other hands based on the hierarchy of which hand is better. But like poker usually goes from a high card which is like an ace or a king or a queen. Usually it's a high card is 10. So if you're showing a high card, it's most of the time minimum of 10 to be a playable hand. Then you go to a pair, which is like two of any card. Then you go to a two pair, which is basically a double pair. Three of a kind. Uh, straight, flush, a four house is a three of a kind and two of a kind combined. Then you have three of a kind, which is three of any one card in your hand. A straight flush is usually like 
a six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So it's like a, well, I think with numbers. So it's basically in uh, descending order or ascending, depending on how you look at it. But the combination of five cards in a row of the same suit. So if you want to do a straight flush, it's literally you have to have six hearts, a seven hearts, eight hearts, nine hearts, and ten hearts. It all has to be the same suit. Then a royal flush is literally all the hearts of ten through ace. So let's say, I don't know, draw a random combination of cards. So what? So do you understand poker, or is poker more complicated? Oh no, I, I think I have a general understanding of well, somewhat of a general understanding of poker, but I heard of it before, yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's say, okay, let's do some quizzes about poker. Let's say you have two aces, and the person beside you has. Uh, you don't know what they have. Let's say they go all in, and they you think they are lying. What you going to do in that situation? Do you go all in and catch the bluff, or do you play it safe and let them lose money? I'd probably go With a two all in. If you have a two-pair, if you have a two-pair, do you think they're going to beat you with a two-payer? Actually, probably not. So you're going to be confident and still stay in, right? Yeah. Because usually how poker works, they go several rounds. You give a card, another person gives the other card, and the combination of cards, usually about up to seven, is determined. And then once that happens, players have the, the choice to fold, continue, match the bet, or go all in. And you can do it all in at different points. And how it operates is usually the person being... Mind games. Usually when you play mind games, you get into people's heads and uh, you can totally bluff and have a bad hand, but yet get all the money because they fold it. When you fold, doesn't matter what your hand originally was, you're out of the game for that round. Hmm. There's a reason why people say uh, read to a poker's bluff. Or um, act nonchalantly in poker. The poker face. <laughs> you just reminded me of the lady, lady, the lady Gaga song, poker face. <laughs> what does it remind you of? What? What? <laughs> I'm poker face. Poker face. 
Okay. <laughs> well, I guess that's an interest. Well, I guess that's a, an example of how Poco has influence in the culture. I guess. What do you like about Poco? Um, I like the artwork. <laughs> I guess, like the you like the artwork for Poco. What? The chips. <laughs> Not the chips, the cards, the cards. <laughs> I like how they're designed, and I just also like how, like you know, you know, uh, how they originated from French, you know, from French culture. I thought that was blackjack, but okay. Hmm. Yeah. So, so I guess we can put you down a royal flush, right? A golden toilet, right? Mm, a toilet? What? A golden toilet. The royal flush. You flush the toilet. And usually gold represents royalty. So it's the royal flush. But the golden toilet. Or should we give you the golden plunger? What do you want? Yes, golden plunger? I don't know. So we're going to give you the golden plunger. And you're going to be the rest of your life. Unclogging toilets. Okay. Sounds interesting. There you go, folks. Cammy wants to be a janitor for the rest of his life. I don't know what I agreed with. Hey, you can't take it back now. You can't be a poker player with that poker face. I, I demand that they're not fair enough. I'll fight a flush of the way. Fight a flush of flush. Please, 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 please. <laughs> You're stuck being a janitor the rest of your life. I am not a janitor. No, 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 no. And you're gonna have fun unclogging toilets the rest no, of your no, life. No, 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 You work at McDonald's. Yeah. Though, that's, uh, I'd rather do janitor uh, than be a McDonald's employee. No thanks. <laughs> Instead of the uh, golden plunger, we'll give you the golden toothbrush. You have to sp- scrub every inch of the latrine with a toothbrush. Well, it's better working at McDonald's than wearing a red cap. So, jokes on you. Haha. <laughs> uh huh. See. This is the the height at which Kimmy doesn't surpass me. We know I'd be better than him in life. So he's trying to say that McDonald's is where I belong. Which I only know I belong elsewhere, so. There you have it, folks. Kimmy is jealous of what I have. I didn't say you were jealous once! (laughs) Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's not fair. So. Maybe you'd be lucky in the lottery one day. Who knows? I mean, I can be lucky. Not really. But that's besides the point. Man. So. What's your question about the lottery, my buddy? Uh, Lottery? 
Hmm. Let me think of some. Well, what really makes lottery a lottery? You know what I mean? Okay, so a lottery is a system in which you have a high amount of people entering and you have a low stakes in winning. So it's a, it's a big collective of people, like a raffle. But large states use lottery as a way to fund the educational system. And people have play it for fun, scratch tickets, and everything. Mm. So what actually makes a lottery a lottery is basically you raise money by selling numbered tickets and giving prizes to the holders of the numbers at random. You draw it at random, and the winner is determined by the combination of numbers matching the winning ticket and the winning ball. You govern by chance, but it's usually raising money for like the educational program or yeah, a lot of states when they legalize lottery, it's usually for the uh, education to raise money for the schools. <clears throat> so that's why there's a state monopoly on a lottery and it's like more acceptable than say a casino. Because it actually has a driving benefit than just people spending uh, lots of money at a casino and going poor. I mean, yes, you can go poor in the lottery, but like, generally, I mean, people only buy like a $5 or $15 ticket. They don't usually buy like hundreds and hundreds of dollars of tickets. Okay. <clears throat> So has anyone given you a lottery ticket for, like, your birthday? Yeah, I won $50 at some point. So do you remember a lucky number on well, that $50 winning ticket? Yours was crazy, okay, Vic? So I, I read the rules and all that, and I thought I won $10, right, from what I won. Mm-hmm. So then I told my mom, hey, I won $10, like, no big deal. So then she turned it into the lady and was like, yeah, my son won $10. And the lady was like, are you sure that's $10? And she's like, what are you talking about? I was like, oh, it's $50. And I'm like, what? I thought I won $10. So good thing the lady didn't scam us. Like, wow. I did not know I won 50 I thought I only won $10 from what it said. But no, I won 50 bucks instead. So I was really happy that day. So. <laughs> The only time you had a ticket was the first time you had a ticket. You had fifty bucks. <clears throat> well, it wasn't my first time. I did a couple, like you know, on my first time I didn't win, but that was—I think that was like the luckiest time I got lucky. Um, so it was the a scratch. Time it was you a scratch off. Hear me out. It was a scratch off ticket. It wasn't like you know, like the full order, like not the uh, not no, like mm. you know the the eight ball machine. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So you say that was the luckiest time you ever been, huh? So you must have a really unlucky life. No, 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 no. I played no, you no, no. Be, you must be under the, the bridge, beside a troll, 
and sitting and sleeping homeless on cardboard, right? Not homeless, <laughs> well, you're no, not you're the one you're homeless. You work at a, you work at McDonald's. No, 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 you work at McDonald's. You're the one that's homeless. I live. I'm, I'm fine. Mm. I'm Are you sure you're not underneath the bridge with a troll who's guarding the bridge? <laughs> you sure you're not cuddling with the troll at night underneath the boxes? No, you're thinking of somebody else, Vic. I am not a homeless person. So you don't sleep with trolls underneath the bridge? I am not a troll. Stop calling me that. <laughs> there you have it, folks. Kimmy is yeah. unlucky. Has a troll best friend. And lives beneath the bridge. Nope, 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 nope. You were wearing McDonald's cap. I am not holding the one. Okay. Even his comebacks are weak, too. I didn't. Even, it's true. You do work at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. You are. He's gonna read on a dying breath. I feel bad for the trolls now. Oh my god. Poor trolls that gotta deal with the unlucky person and living underneath the bridge. I'm not unlucky. You're gonna get kicked out because they don't they wanna keep their bridge. They're gonna choose you over the bridge. Oh, wait, they're going to choose the bridge over you. Ha ha. What? You make no sense. You make no sense. I mean, do I really have to make sense? Okay, what's the next game, McDonald's, since you're so meh? Well, you know, lottery is usually like the Powerball and the Mega Millions. Those yeah. are usually what the big staples of what lottery represents. Scratch-off tickets, small receipts to the actual get your coin out and rub it against it, see if you win. Stuff like that. I see. So. Unlucky for Kimmy, he can't win the lottery except for 50 bucks. That's all he's going to get. Well, I'm Rest sorry, uh, I think the lot. My opinion, I think the lottery is just a stupid taxpayer, like for like for like taxpayers. You know, it's a, it's a dumb. How uh, like people just waste their money. I'm like, you know, that. Well, you know, it's conser- You you should spend your money conservatively on a ticket. Well, that too. Yes. Uh... So. Uh, unless we're like you and we're unlucky and spend a bunch of money. Mm. Speaking of another game, spin the wheel. In this case, roulette. What do you like about roulette? Uh, like Russian roulette or like. Not Russian roulette. Just the game of roulette. So you get the ball, you're on the black and red numbers, and the ball spins around the wheel, and then the, it finally lands on the number, and you get your bet based on the number you bet it on. Well, my question for the game would be, like, what are, like, two of the types of roulette games that it's offered in casinos? Well, typically you have the traditional roulette, where you have 
where you have the ball and spinning. And also, there's like different other versions of the roulette as well. Like, spin the wheel is a version that uses a wheel instead of a ball. Mm. And, you know, roulette is usually dominated by red and black. And you can win different bets based on what you bet it on. Well, that's one of those games that you can actually have multiple bets on the table and you can get multiple winnings based on that number because that number has, has divided into even, odd, double, zero, red or black, um, and all the types of betting strategies. Uh But usually, um, the you do a Mordingale, which is one of the most widely known and most successful roulette strategies. Very simple. It can be used for outside bets. Provide almost 50% chance of winning. First is necessary step is on what you want to bet. So, mm. you know... That's usually what you can do in roulette. <clears throat> right. What about roulette that you seem to like be fascinated about? Um Well, just like how the modern game originates, I guess. Okay. Please elaborate. Elaborate. Yeah. Mm, trying to think here. Like, you know, it was. Mm, like, again, it was also a game made from French, right? Yeah. And at times it was called the Latin Rotela or the Latte Latin, or sorry, or sorry, mm -hmm. Latin. No, sorry, hold on. So Lion Drota and La and, and late Lion it was Rotela and then French is roulette. Which which yeah. wheeled. And then in the mid eighteenth century it was called roulette. Sorry. Um. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think yeah. And I think it was even funnier because the game was originally called Roly Poly. <laughs> yeah. So and uh, well, that's also famous for like outside bets, like one to eighteen, low to McQuay, high or pass, red or black, even or odd, a, a dozen bet, you know, one to twelve, thirteen to twenty-four, twenty-five to thirty-six. You have a column, so if it's like one, four, seven, ten to thirty-four. Snake bet, you know, different things like that. That okay. The the thing about roulette that's interesting. If you have like like thirty three, thirty four different combinations of where the ball is gonna land, and depending on where you place a bet for that ball to land, 
you will get a bet according to the wager when you win that bet. Nice. You probably like, oh, spinny, spinny. I see the ball <laughs> spinning. Yay. <laughs> hmm. Or are you like, ooh, the ball is spinning. Let's go. <laughs> Get on my bet. Give me my balls. bet. <laughs> spinny balls. <laughs> but typically, you have a big yeah. wheel in the middle. And where the ball is not spinning, it's rested in the middle of the giant spinner. But usually the operator of the of roulette get the wheel going and then finds a point to drop the ball. And then the ball spins and spins and spins until the spinner stops and it actually officially lands in a socket for that to occur. But I think the difference with roulette a lot of times is the huge payout out of nowhere. Like a like a zero or double zero is like the highest bet combination you can get. Because mm. like each uh, roulette has a different certain odds, a, a, pre, a preset, pre-generated odds. So if it's like 10 to 1, original bet or like 50 original bet then each casino actually sets up different odds to, for the payout of that particular outcome typically the more rare the outcome the more chances that it's going to be a higher odds because it's so hard to get to mm. So, let's go back to another version of roulette you mentioned. Okay. Why do you immediately think of Russian roulette? Huh? Why do you think of Russian roulette when you think of roulette? Because I was, uh, I played a similar game. It was called, like, not, well, no, because Russian roulette was the game where, that was the first time I ever heard of roulette before. So, mm -hmm. yes. I think I know Russian oh. roulette is way completely different, uh, if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, yeah, it's played a lot more different. It's a bet on your life. Yeah. In most instances, you have a chamber and a bullet, and you have six chances one out of six for it to go off, and then five out of six for it not to go off. It's usually a fear tactic and interrogation purposes when it was widely used. So, I don't know if Russian roulette came first or just roulette in general, but it'd be kind of interesting to know. I see. But yeah, when people often do roulette, they lose a lot of money because it's so easy to put a lot of money 
on the table and not win because you didn't get to, you didn't basically predict it what you're going to win. If you had odds right now and you were a place of bet and the roulette was spinning, what would you place a bet on? I guess the Russian roulette? Red, black, even odd. Oh, okay. Column bet. Even. I like like seeing my evens, honestly. Uh, so you go for the fifty-fifty bet. Yeah. Or we call it a safe bet. Yeah. So we got Kimmy over here going for the safe bet, and let's say three times in a row you have evens, and you're feeling very confident. You go all in, and then you get odd. Are you going to be devastated that you went in the wrong choice at, at the fourth time? Um, yeah, I'd probably be devastated. Okay. Another thing with uh, safe bets that would probably encourage is streaks. Winning streaks. One particular aspect of gambling, if you're on a winning streak, know when to close out your bets and collect the money. That's one thing that people often have trouble with is knowing when to quit and when to collect the money. Wouldn't you agree? Wouldn't you agree, Kimmy? Yes. Do you know when to quit or are you just unlucky you don't do it? Um, probably unlucky that I would, I would quit, yeah. So you won't quit, you just lose all your money. No, 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 no. I would quit, I would quit, yeah, yeah, sorry, no, yeah. So you're that person who will bet the entire house or car no, key I'm not that. No, I'm not that. and lose their house or car in an underground casino? Is that what you're okay. telling me? No, I look. I I may be that stupid. I mean, look. I may be stupid, but I'm not that stupid. So you like, may be that stupid. Okay. I no, can do no, with no, that. no, 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 no. I didn't say no. I said I, I like no. I'm not that dumb. No, 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 no. That's why. Mm-hmm. So Dumbo has ears. I see. What the? E. <laughs> oh gosh. Who knew a flying elephant actually had smarts after all? What are you talking about? Who knew a flying elephant had intelligence for once in his life? Oh my god. You're just an unlucky, dumb idiot. Okay, I guess. Whatever you say. Does that that explain you in a nutshell? Eh... (laughs) <laughs> you didn't say no. I mean, we'll just talk about the next game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Horse racing. So what's your questions about horse racing? 
Horse racing, you may ask? Yeah. Hmm. So what are, like, um, the most common injuries in racehorses? Like, in racehorses. Like, you know, the concern for, like, you know, for the person who's riding the horse, you know? The jockey? Yeah. Well, typically, if they're riding the horse, a typical um, injury would probably be the ankles. Also, uh, sometimes the horse itself, fatigue. But, you know, the common jack, uh, jockey injuries is usually is the jockey's head or neck. Other frequent sites is the leg, the foot, or the ankle. Then we have the arm or hold, hand, shoulder, the pelvis, and the chest. And then, uh, and then sometimes we have multiple body sites at once when they get injured. But, you know, the most common is the head, the foot or ankle, and the back. Those are typically where the most three dominated injuries come from. The leg is usually the the part that's most exposed in the riding of the horse. You hit the railings, you go off the horse, you get pulled along, stuff like that. The ankle is usually where you put your holding onto the horse. The uh, actual mechanism to ride the horse, which is like a similar to a pedal, where you rest your foot to control the movement of the horse. And then the back is another frequent area when the horse jocks or you fall off, you fall on your back. You don't usually fall forward, you usually fall backwards. Because the horse usually jumps up front, and then you fall off. Mm-hmm. Oh. But yeah, horse racing is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. You make your wages for the fa- your favorite horse to win. And a lot of times, horses have uh, have wages placed on them before the race. So you won't know the vagers until you see the horse, I think. Okay. So what about horse racing do you think is interesting? Huh? What about horse racing do you think is interesting? What do I think? Yeah. The players are like the players, the people betting, the jockeys riding the horse, the horses themselves. Oh, um, I guess around the grounds of the racetrack is kind of cool. Like you don't have to wait around too long. And I think it's because like often a lot of times, like often like a lot of races, after one after the other, um, the results come like really fast, and like the adrenaline rush. Yeah, I see it can be incredible at times. Even horses racing down the final stretch seems 
pretty exciting as well. Oh, okay. You ever wish to do the Kentucky Derby? The what? The Kentucky Derby or the Triple Crown. You ever wish to be at one of those events in person? What? Have you ever wished to be at like the 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 conduct con shoot conduct <laughs> you know Kentucky Derby or the Triple Crown like events? I guess Kentucky Derby. Why the Kentucky Derby? Mmm, Kentucky Derby. Uh, I mean, it's like, uh, the Kentucky Derby. Mm, I don't know, just like, I've been known, because like, that was like the most thing I've heard, you know, like, Kentucky Derby seems like the most common thing that I've heard by far for like horse races. Mmm. Gotcha. Yeah. So you're a Sagittarius fan? A what? A Sagittarius, the ho- the legendary racehorse. Um. Well, I'm not really too familiar with it, so I guess not. Um. You never heard of the Sagittarius? No. Oh my gosh, dude! You need to get out more. Oh, well, looks like I do. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Never the Sagittarius. The Where have you been underneath a rock your entire life, like Patrick Starr? Yeah, well, looks like it, yeah. I looks like I need to get out more. You're right. My fault. Yeah, well. Here you go, folks. Dumbo incarnate, unlucky. And lives in the rock for the rest of his life. <laughs> at least I don't work at McDonald's wearing a red cap. <laughs> He's said the same thing over and over, and I've said no, three, no, different no, no, okay. three different insults, and he can just all you can say is no, McDonald's. It, it's true. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Completely false, and you know it. Wow, okay, wow. You only think I can do McDonald's. Whatever. That right there is narrow-minded, sir. And narrow-mindedness doesn't get rewarded very often. I'll have Secretariat stomp all over you and you won't you'll be left in the dust. Hmm. Yep, I guess it's true. So even he admits to have to be stomped by horses. Interesting. You're very unlucky, Dumbo. Hey. Great call me that. Why? The unlucky Dumbo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. Because there's patrols underneath the bridge. Yeah. 
who can't compete with Sagittarius. Nope, I guess I can't okay. go with Sagittarius. I'm sorry, I guess I can't. Fine. Sagittarius, man of war, ruffian, sea biscuit. Does these come to mind? Um, maybe sea biscuit. <laughs> Oh, so you know Sea Biscuit, but you don't know Sagittarius? Oh my! <laughs> yep. Oh my gosh! Yeah, why did you say Sea Biscuit earlier? I thought okay, whatever. I thought Sagittarius first. No, I saw see. I saw a movie about Sea Biscuit. Actually, the actual movie. Oh gosh. <laughs> Yeah, so you directed. don't see the movie about such a cherry, but you see the movie about Seabiscuit. Interesting. Yep. Directed by Gary Ross, right? Mm-hmm. Starring Toby Maguire. Yeah, Toby, yeah, he played a Spider-Man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, Toby Maguire. Seabiscuit. Um. <laughs> Whatever. There you have it, folks. His uh, interest at heart and immaturity for Sea Biscuit just just amazes me. <laughs> so, so there you have it, folks. We have a flying Dumbo who is so dumb he will fly to the racetrack to get stumped by Secretariat. Seabiscuit would be in second place because Secretariat wins because that's just how unlucky Kimmy is for Seabiscuit to lose, which is his favorite horse. Uh, okay, whatever you say, McDonald's. And the troll will be betting on Sagittarius despite Kimmy's luck. Wait, 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 whoa, 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 what are you on about? The troll underneath the bridge that you'd be homeless with be betting on such a chariot because he knows how unlucky you are and you know he will lose with Seabiscuit. Uh, okay. <laughs> whatever you say, McDonald, I'll fine, 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 whatever you say. <laughs> I love tying things together just a randomness and putting it all making sense. Oh, Dang. gosh. So let's go to Bingo. What do you think about Bingo? Bingo? Oh, like the elderly people play Bingo? Not all elderly people play Bingo. Just FYI, there's no stereotype here. Okay, well, that was just my experience when I played bingo. I played with my grandpa and my grandma. Oh, boy. Grandpa's boy, huh? Yeah, bro. Grandpa's boy. Actually, today was my grandpa's birthday, funny enough. Mm, Happy belated birthday to Kimmy Grandpa. Yeah, well, sadly, he died years ago. So, me and my mom went to dinner. Earlier, so um, oh, okay. We went to his favorite restaurant. Um, mm-hmm. So, what what's your question about bingo? 
questions about bingo. Mm. Let's see. It's been a while since I played bingo. Uh, well, let's see. Uh, is there a se- is there like um what is like the secret to winning at bingo? Uh I guess to be honest, I would say the secret at winning to bingo is hearing very well and seeing the board of your bingo brackets and filling it out as quickly as possible. Okay. Because when you really think about it, the people that do, uh, that remember everything like C48 or N17 and do that are usually the ones so more quickly to get to bingo. And also remember, use your free space. If bingo boards allow you to have a free space, that is one way to get access to bingo down the middle. Diagonal, up and down, or horizontal? <clears throat> but yeah, you need to pay attention to the caller who is going to the wheel of of the different uh, bingo balls and they take it out, put it on the on the live cam, read it out loud. So you kind of want to pay attention to that. Because most of the time when you have bingo, most of the time you want to be like one of the first people to call it so you get your prize. Okay. So what traditions did you have with Grandpa and Grandpappy with uh, bingo? Uh Uh, well, you know, they lived in a retirement home. Uh, not, sorry, not really a retirement home, but, like, you know, uh, like, it was, like, in a nice condo where, like, every Thursday night they would always play bingo, like, you know. And there were times, well, I was underage. That's not underage, but, like, you know, like, you're not allowed to, like, gamble or whatever, but, you know, my grandpa was able to convince his friends that I was, like, 18 or 20, whatever, so, um, <clears throat> they believed it, so, you know, it was fun at times, like, or it gets really exciting when you're really about to close to win, but then you get the pain feeling where, you know, it turns out somebody else wins when you are just one number or two numbers away. And how many times did that happen to you? Many times. Well, I, yeah, I never won a game and being, well, actually, no, 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 no. Back at school, elementary school, like, that's different, like, I won, like, twice at elementary school, and they were, like, big prizes. They give you, like, big-sized candies, you know, like, uh, you know, like, Reese's Puff. No, no sorry, no. <laughs> like, Reese's, like, the, you know, the Reese's, like, cups, the peanut butter cups, like, I had to get, re- like, you know, and, like, what, Sour Patch strings? Uh, I won candies at times, so. That was fun. You're saying you're more lucky with lottery for actually winning something of greater value than candy. I'm sorry. I don't know what you want from me, Vic. Like, that was, like, years ago when I was in fifth grade. Wow, you're really unlucky, dude. 
simply unlucky. That's what they call me. <laughs> Get it? The simply unlucky. Mm. It's a Yu-Gi-Oh reference for people who do not know, for the viewers who don't know. So. What? Just simply unlucky? No, there's a YouTube there's a YouTuber named Simply Unlucky. He does pack openings. He gets all lucky pulls. Like he's like, oh, Kaiba, Kaiba, we pulled this card. <laughs> like, like he's funny when he does his pack openings. So, yep. <clears throat> Calls himself Simply mm, Unlucky. True. But yet he okay. Hear me out. Yeah, he gets good cards off the pack. But that's off the topic. So with Bingo, yes. I'm. I guess I'm lucky with bingo. Then and then, then like lottery. Like I don't know what you want from me. Um. What I want from you is actually a good story, and then flipping losing bingo every single time you wit go to bingo. Well, I guess you stuck at bingo just like you stuck at the lottery. Even though Bingo's minimum effort. Way to go, Kimmy. You mess up Bingo, too. <clears throat> what do you think about that? <laughs> um, what do I think about Bingo? What do you think about messing up at Bingo? Obviously. That's what you do. I mean, if I were to play the game again, I'd love to play Bingo. So my guess, the closest bingo you're going to get is Connect Four. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, do you want to play Connect Four sometime, Nick? Sure. I'll beat you at Connect Four, though. I'll get that Connect Four, and you won't be able to stop me. I don't need four away, one less than bingo, that's for sure. So. But yeah. This brings us to the last discussion piece of gambling, games, and mindset. Loot boxes. So what's your opinion about loot boxes? <clears throat> Uh, my opinion on it? Yes. Loot box. Like, what do you mean by, like, loot boxes? Let's say you have to pay $100 to unlock this custom skin, but you have a random chance to get it, and you're not guaranteed that you could get something else in the same box. Hmm. It's a digital transaction. It's a form of microtransaction. But you hinted at being awarded some awesome power-up feature or custom skin. Oh, so what will you do in that situation? Um, like, what will you do? <laughs> so, what would I'm sorry, repeat the question. 
What will you do if you use loot boxes in a game? Oh, you're talking... So, let's say, like, Overwatch. Like, Overwatch has, like, loot boxes, right? Yes. I mean, I played Overwatch. I had some experience with loot boxes. So, yes, you know. EA games can be uh, a bit cringe at times. But beside that... um. I got a lucky skin here and there when I played loot boxes. Um, so, like, I got the uh, the mate, like you know, mate, the 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 ice lady, and I, was, I got so. Um, but what's your perspective on loot boxes? Like, I really don't have that much experience with them. I mean, I think really loot boxes is a cheap ploy to get extra money for people that really don't need to spend it. Like you, you know, if it's especially if it's guaranteed at random that you want to get something, but like get something of high value, just to get it, it's kind of dumb. You constantly gambling on what your character looks like and stuff like that, and potentially high advantages in the game. Does that make any sense? Yes. It's also arguing of loot boxes is similar to TCG gaming as well. So, do you think Yu-Gi-Oh booster packs is a form of loot boxes? Ah! <laughs> I don't know about Yu-Gi-Oh packs, but the thing with Yu-Gi-Oh packs, I heard there have been mapped, like you know, like you know, like you know, some people like uh, well. What I mean by mapped is like you know there there's more likely if you get like a booster box like sorry like a booster pack from like uh, like a Walmart right it's more likely you won't get like anything good or if you get those the uh, mystery boxes where you get like those are like kind of like a scam you know I mean it's cool you get like mm-hmm. the older packs and stuff like but they show you in the box like oh you get these cool cards and whatever but it turns out you get all these you know nonsense cards and they just give you like old packs and they get like off-brand Yu-Gi-Oh stuff. It's kind of weird. Um, so, but the thing with Konami, um, like when I seen the like YouTube videos where like they do products and stuff on bad reviews, they don't want Konami doesn't like that because obviously you know they want people to buy their products. So, you know, I remember Simo, he like another YouTuber, he got banned from events because he did it. He always do videos. On to tell new players, do not if you go to Walmart or do not buy that certain amount of pack. And you know, again, Konami doesn't like that because they want people to buy their product. So, but when realistically, CMO was just trying to help the new players. You know, they don't get scammed by their money by buying all these, you know, the, the bad packs. You know what I mean? So, yeah, and what's a bad pack in your opinion? Like, <clears throat> you know, like the. Uh, you know, the, uh, I'm trying to think of something off the top of my head. I know there's some good ones. Hear me out. Like, there's been good ones. Oh, I know. Like, the the freaking Primal Origin sets where they have, like, the Galaxy cards. Uh, Abyss Rising. Photon Shockwave. The Cyber Dark Impact. Uh, the Number Hunters. Like, who wants number cards? Like, what? They also have Secrets of Eternity. 
the the monster league packs like those are like um elemental energy the star yeah do please for the love of god do not buy the star packs like that's like yeah like the star packs is like the worst ones honestly okay so is buying booster packs a form of gambling <clears throat> huh is buying booster packs can be considered gambling? Actually, no. Here's my reason why. For over the years, when I'm as, as a duelist, as a player, okay, Konami is actually heavily against. Um, everyone here, like, like all the Konami is actually heavily against gambling. So no, I don't think it is. So you know, because I've seen people, they actually do money matches in Yu-Gi-Oh, and again, if Konami catches those people. You know, I'm pretty sure they'll get banned from going to events as well. And yeah, they again they're really heavy against uh gambling. So no, I don't think it is gambling at all. You don't think it's gambling. You're gonna buy whatever cards in that pack and then get the high chase card <laughs> and then sell it on the on the secondary market. Well, well, Nick, hear me out. It's a children's card game. I don't think they intended to make it gambling. They don't like, and they, and that, like I said before, they're heavily against gambling. So why would they, like, that's just saying, that just seems not right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think Konami would have the intentions of gambling for making young kids to have their parents spend money on packs that they didn't know. Like, if anything, the smart thing to do is to avoid any of that, just buy the cards separately online. Like, there's TCG player there for a reason. Um, so, but then again, that's the secondary market determining the value of the cards after the, the packs have been drawn. Huh? So that's still the secondary market when the packs have already been drawn. Well, I don't know. Well, if you don't, if you just want to avoid buying packs, just buy the cards separately at this point. Like, I mean, look, if you want to have fun, like, or like, if you want to do like, like draft, like, if you want to play with your friends and stuff, like, you can build your own. You can like, uh. What's it called? Like drafting. Like you can do Yu-Gi-Oh drafts. You can buy just like certain amount of Yu-Gi-Oh packs. You know, give like 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 Magic the Gathering. I know they do drafting, so you just get them out and start Yu-Gi-Oh packs. And off the cards that you pulled, you can build your own deck. Like I think that's the only reasonable way I would buy buy like packs of cards. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I don't think it would be considered gambling if you're just buying packs. Like th at that point, just buy the cards separately on TCG player. Um, I mean, supposedly all cards are same are the same value, but that's not true because the secondary market gives it different values all the time. For sure, yeah. Like there's days where it goes up, and there's times where it just goes down. Or you just take, you know, for many years, I'm, I'm sure there's pretty some cards that's been never changed in price or by one. Well, you know, Konami, in a way, is aware of the secondary market. So they are aware of certain promotional cards being more expensive than the other cards. So in a way, they're typing up that promotional content and saying that you could get this high rarity card. So do you think foils is a form of gambling? Foils? Encouraging people with foils and they can get the high basically more money than what they spent in the packs or booster packs. <clears throat> so, 
the thing with like high rarity cards, right? Um, that's really for like people, like that's like for like let's just say it's like for cards, okay? Like you want to like what's a what's like a okay, Nick? What's the like you drive, right? Mm-hmm. So what car do you drive? Is it a nice car? Like is it like mid mid range? Is it a rich car? Like what, what kind of car is it? The bug, nineteen seventies. Okay, so. It's a classic car, right? Like nothing too rich, mm-hmm. like not, not too expensive, right? No, very good fuel economy, easy going, and basically it has little needs little maintenance. And it's and how much money did you spend on the car? On months, I probably spend about you know one hundred and fifty. Okay, so. Think about this, right? If you want to get like flashy, high rarity cards in your deck, it's kind of like it feels like it feels like for the people, <clears throat> it's like it's like driving a nice car, you know. Like for like for BC people, have these high rarity decks, you know. But there's you know there's some people out there who just doesn't care about the rarity of the card, you know. Like you know there's like commons, ultra rares, super rares, rares, and secret rare or ultimate rares. Like if you have like a whole deck that's like max rarity. That's like on their preference. It, they, like they want, they like to feel they're like driving a nice car, you know. For like mid range, like for like for middle class, you just have some cars that are expensive and some that are not. Or if you're a completely budget person, you just have all the deck that's like commons or super rares. You know what I mean? So my point is, yeah, like it's not really that. So if you're just getting a, a deck with max rarity, they just want to have the feel of like driving a nice car. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, that's my perspective on it. <laughs> so, but yeah. This is how gambling games and the mindset of gambling games kind of do a influence in the general scheme of things. We have different cards of different values. And we also have uh, things being considered. So what do you think of gambling, games, and the mindset? Any concluding statements? Mm, Let's see. Uh, So as a, you know, from like a gambler's mindset, I mean, there could be like a few basic signs of compulsive, like, you know, behaviors like restlessness, excessive thoughts, you know, and like clearly job relationships. <laughs> like, you know, I don't know, probably not a good path to go to if you want to do gambling, honestly. Okay. Can lead you to bad habits. Yeah. Gambling's yeah, know what, we know what can lead Kimmy. He's unlucky. He's a dumbo. He's homeless with a troll. He's getting stomped by horses. Everything in between is happening to him. We already know he only struck gold on 50 bucks. That's how unlucky he was in the lottery. Well, at least I don't work behind the counter at McDonald's. <laughs> there you go again. We come back as usual. Oh my but god! Yeah. <laughs> <Fine>. <laughs> okay. So, in the scheme of things, 
poker, you know, you have different poker hands to play the game. Blackjack, you have different combinations to get to 21. You try to not to bust or you want to beat the dealer. You don't go against other players. Horse racing, you literally have the wages bet on the horses and the odds are set ahead of time. But that you basically uh, waging for which number is going to hit and then which category that number is going to be classified in on the payment method. And then the lottery, most of the time you're supporting the educational system in that particular area or state or other non-profit charity uh, organizations. So, and with bingo, you know, you get your ink pen out and you stamp the stamp board. And loot games, you have to be careful. You might not get what you want. So with any gambling, I would say that it comes with a grain of salt. Not everything is worth its weight in gold. Sometimes it's just the experience of doing it is enough just to make you happy. Okay. So, yeah. This concludes Gambling Games and the Mindset of the Games. Thank you guys so much for being this part of the podcast. You can subscribe to us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, and Heart Radio. You can also support us on the ncanimepodcast.com. You see the latest updates and episodes. And do not forget to be part of the Patreon community where you do anime polls, chat with them on Patreon, possible Discord benefits, be a special guest, contribute to Cup of Art Design, and so much more. Guys, thank you so much. And uh, it was nice picking on Kimmy and harassing him the way I usually do. Yeah, I, I, I order a, a cheeseburger with, with just cheese. Like, you know, I better not get a burger with no cheese McDonald's. That's all I'm saying. Because last time right, when my, when well, my grandpa went to McDonald's, right? He ordered a cheeseburger with just cheese and the burger, okay? And he got the burger with no cheese. Okay. Well, here's you go. Here's the story of how unlucky chemists will be. What? You get bread with only ketchup, no hamburger, lettuce, tomato, or anything else. There you go. Yeah, I'm giving your, your location McDonald's a bad review. That's how it's going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, guys. That's what you get with gambling. You don't always get what you want. So ketchup and bread, that's all you're going to get, chemists. Yeah. Bye, guys. Good night, people. Good night, everyone. <sighs>